Hello, hello, it's Chandra, and welcome back to Sunshine on a Dime, the travel podcast bringing you resources, tips, and stories from my travel experiences to help make your travel dreams a reality. All right, welcome back. Today, I want to sit down and talk about regret, and more importantly, travel regret. I know this may seem like an interesting phrase, maybe something you've never heard of before, pretty niche, but I promise by the end of this episode, you will have a better understanding of your relationship with regret in regards to your own life and especially in regards to travel. Because that's why we're here, right? We want to travel. So I first want to talk about travel regret in terms of each actual trip that you are taking. Because let's face it, I don't know, no one wants to come home from a trip with regrets or with ideas of, oh, wow, I wish I hadn't done that. I wish I had done that. Um, And all these kind of lingering wishes for the trip that maybe happened or maybe didn't happen. So the first thing I kind of want to jump into is something that I know I've brought up on the podcast before. Not the first time, and I'm sure it's definitely not the last time, but this is the idea of uncertainty because there is always going to be so much uncertainty with the way that your trip will go, regardless of whether you plan to the T or whether you just buy a ticket and you go. And so something I really want to push today in terms of a travel mindset to try and step away from coming back with regrets is the idea of allowing yourself to kind of go with the flow of the way that your trip is going to turn out because inevitably things won't go as planned. There will be new situations, a lot of new things will be arising and inevitably things will go wrong and things will go right in ways that you would not have realized before. So obviously it's important to make sure that you're ticking off those really important pieces like If you're going to Paris, obviously go see the Eiffel Tower, but I'm sure there will be lots of other situations that arise that will be unplanned and unexpected. So instead of wishing that you had or you hadn't done certain things, just kind of allowing things to unfold as you're meeting new people, as you're coming into new places, new environments, new opportunities, and keeping it very fluid Because if you hold too tight onto an idea of how you want something to go, this can be broadly taken out in terms of your life or more into a small scale of your trip. If you hold on too tight to something, you're going to leave that situation with an idea of how you wish that it had been different. Because things never, ever go the way we want them to exactly And I would argue that that is a really beautiful thing because it allows us to grow and learn and experience new things that we never would have before. So another thing I think is important to touch on is we've talked about this before as well, but 
when you go on a trip, this is also kind of that idea of like holding on too tight to an idea of how we wish something was. This is reflected a lot in social media as well. And it's something that I'm guilty of. It's something that a lot of people are guilty of is that we all want to put our best selves forward on social media. And so what you're going to be seeing other people maybe taking similar looking trips that you are planning to same locations, etc. Your trip is not going to reflect what is seen on social media. Because let me just tell you, the weather is not always perfect. You won't, your stomach is not always going to be completely in alignment of every new thing that you're putting in your body. You know, there will be bad food, there will be bad tours, there will be so many awkward encounters. I literally, the list goes on. And none of those things are seen on social media. And so if you come home from a trip with a different experience than an expectation than you see on social media, then honestly, that's pretty inevitable. And so that's something I think is important to get in our heads before we leave is that your trip will not reflect your socials and maybe how you post and how you're seeing it posted as well. Of course, we all want to post the best things that are happening. So make sure that you have that expectation before you go in of, okay, I see how it may look. I'm coming in with an open mind because in the end, it's kind of silly to have those regrets of, wow, every day wasn't beautifully sunny and I didn't lie out on the beach and enjoy every hike and not get motion sickness from this bus, you know, like reel it in. (laughs) That's not always going to be the case. And another thing that I think is important to touch on with regret is, especially in regards to travel, is the idea of either, I think that there are different ends of the spectrum with this idea, but kind of taking into account that every day is super valuable when you're traveling, even if you're traveling for a long period of time, in the grand scheme of your life, each of those days is like little nuggets of gold. So while keeping that in perspective, it's also important not to kind of go crazy with that and do too much. So there's kind of this opposite ends of the spectrum of kind of coming home being like, wow, okay, I packed so much in, I'm exhausted. You know, like sometimes you come home from a trip and you don't feel like renewed or rested potentially because every single day you were like, wow, okay, we got to do this. We got to do this. Like every day is gold. You know, we got to keep going. And you come home and you're exhausted, which should not be the case. Hopefully it's a relaxing and a growing period for you in the same, but at the same time, not going home and being like, wow, I wish I had done more. You know, maybe I spent like two weeks kind of doing nothing on the beach, which for some people is exactly what they want to be doing while traveling. And that is totally okay. But making sure that you keep a mindset of balance so that you kind of make sure, check in with yourself day to day. Am I doing too much? Am I not doing enough? 
am I going to come home and wish that I had done more, wish that I had done less and given myself a bit of a break? Because on my very first trip, I had this mindset where every day is so valuable. So I would literally wake up with the sun. I'm not even kidding you. I would wake up with the sun and I would just start my day then. And I would just go, 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 go all day just trying to soak up every hour because this was like the first time that I'd experienced this kind of freedom and I was like oh my gosh this is insane but it was not sustainable I started not getting enough sleep because if I was waking up at like six every morning sometimes I wanted to stay out late that would super cut into my sleep time and so I realized wow okay I'm actually sleeping less while I'm traveling than when I'm home So that, when I came back, I was kind of like, damn, okay, I guess I got the most out of my trip, but that was exhausting at points when I had so much pressure to pack so much in. And then on the other end of the spectrum, with my next trips, I started kind of allowing myself to take days where I would straight up do nothing because those days let me tell you are so valuable sometimes I'd catch myself just like taking an afternoon nap and I'd be like wow okay I'm being so lazy or like what a waste of time and in reality no it was awesome and I don't regret that at all I love that I took that nap so find your balance make sure that you're not doing too much or too little and obviously it's a learning curve But this is really important to keep checking up with yourself on a day-to-day or a week-to-week basis as you're traveling to make sure that when you come home and you can look over this trip, did I do enough? Did I do too much? How was my experience? And I think that another thing that is really an important practice to be kind of starting to develop a mindset away from regret, because even though regret is... I would argue an emotion or a feeling that is really beneficial to our learning and our growth and our striving to be better and make better decisions in the future. It's also something that can hold us back if we let it. So something that I started doing about a year or two ago is, (laughs) hear me out here, taking should out of your vocabulary. Just take it out. It's gone. Anytime you catch yourself saying should, think about me telling you no more. But let me explain. If you continue living your life in a mentality of I should have done this or I shouldn't have done that, then you're living your life in the past. And is that really beneficial to be thinking and thinking and overthinking about something that is already done, it doesn't even exist anymore because it's past you. So I would argue, and I want you to try this out, next time you catch yourself in that mentality or even verbally saying, I should have done that, change it to next time. Next time I will and put in a phrase of how you will change your actions because already that's jumping on that okay yeah I will admit 
that there is something that I wish was different about the way that blah, blah, blah situation went and putting it in terms of growth and how this will be different. Because like I said, should really just leaves you lingering in your past. It kind of leaves you festering with this regret, which is not a beneficial way to deal with regret. Okay. When I was in Mexico this past summer, I went to honestly one of the most insane, beautiful, wonderful places that I've ever been. And side note, this was a place, one, I did not even know existed before coming to Mexico. So, you know, kudos to going with the flow uncertainty. I never would have agreed to go to this place if I had been holding on so tight to an idea of how I wanted my trip to go. But I went to this lagoon. It was actually an estuary. Half of it was a beach and half of it was a lagoon. And when I was there, what was really well known in this lagoon was the bioluminescence, which I had never experienced before. And everyone said it was incredible. And it was cheaper to go in a bigger group. So I was like, okay, I'll wait till I find a group. And I kept waiting. And for some reason, every time a big group of my friends would go, I would miss it. For some reason or another, I would miss it. And finally, there came to a night where I was in a group and I was willing to go and I was ready. And I backed out. I didn't go. And then I left. My, I was, you know, honestly, I went, I was planning to spend three days. I spent about two weeks there. And that entire time, every day, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I didn't. And I left. And I was sitting with that feeling that should have mindset of like, wow, okay, I had two weeks here. And I didn't do that thing that I really, really wanted to do. And so I put that in my mind and I said, okay, next time, next time, I don't care. Next time I have an opportunity to see bioluminescence. I am going to do it. And luckily, I was in a different part of Mexico um, on the island of Holbosch, and they have bioluminescence there as well. And this is the bioluminescence that you don't even have to go on a tour to see. You can just go literally see it yourself. So I was there with my travel buddy, Deva, at the time. And this was the first night we got into Holbosch and we were exhausted and tired and sticky and muddy. We finally got to our campsite. We were staying at this super awesome camping hostel outside of town and, and it's a new moon, which means that the sky is completely black. The best, absolute best time to see bioluminescence. And Dave is exhausted. I'm exhausted. We're like, we really don't want to do this. But I remembered that in my mind, I told myself, next time you have to do this because you don't have an excuse anymore. You are seeing this bioluminescence. So I got us up when it was pitch black. It was late at night. We walked ourselves out to the lagoon and we got, we were getting eaten by bugs. It was cold and sticky and we got there in a new moon in a thunderstorm. And we stripped down and swam in this lagoon. And it was one of the most magical experiences of my life. And it was my first bioluminescence experience having it there in that insane moment where everything just came together. And 
it wouldn't have happened if I had done the bioluminescence in the first place. It wouldn't have happened if I didn't have that next time I will mindset. And so just keep that in mind. Next time you wish you have done something, there's a reason that you didn't. And there's a reason that there will be a next time. Hey, hey, if you're not doing so already, please give us a follow on Instagram at Sunshine Dime Podcast. And in the bio, you can find our website, blog, and TikTok as well. All right, so I want to kind of go away from the more specific terms of travel regret into more of a broad sense. Because, like I said, regret, it's kind of a funny thing because it lingers and it haunts us. But it only does that if we let it. And like I said, there's a lot to be said about learning to grow from our regrets and use that next time mentality. But what if we could anticipate some of our regrets and get ahead of them before we even allow them to happen? And I think that this is something that is possible for a lot of things in our lives. But today, I just kind of want to focus on it in terms of travel. And I have done this. So, like, in a sense, with travel. So, I kind of want to explain how. Because, obviously, this is broad and it sounds a little confusing right now. But I'm hoping that in listening to some of this, that you will get ahead of some of this anticipated regret further down the road. And I'm going to bring this idea toward you today about bending time and about being able to jump on a regret that we know we may have in the future to fix it now. And the way that I've done this in a sense with my travel experience is by interacting, conversing, talking with people who have walked my path even just a few years or a decade later. I think that this is a really important practice to be speaking with people who have more experience, more wisdom, more life experience than you do and being able to find connections with them so that you can learn from the way that their life has kind of fallen out into place and kind of take a look at where you are right now. So how I've done this with travel is every single time that I tell another traveler who is older than me my age, you know, I'm 19, I'm 20, they always, always tell me that they wish they had started traveling earlier. Like, I don't, I've literally never once heard someone say, that they started traveling too early and they wish they had started later. And so having heard this over and over and over again, I feel so incredibly happy that I never have to say the words, I wish I had figured this out earlier because I was able to speak with people and learn from experiences 
of people I literally could see my future self reflected in if I hadn't chosen this path that I have. Because I know that I would have that same regret. And so I'm telling you this today to give you those words that I have heard over and over and over again as someone if you haven't started traveling yet and you want to you have that desire to but it keeps getting pushed back and pushed back because yeah life happens all I want to tell you today is to take advantage of your youth because that's what they tell me that's what they always tell me when when they talk about this Take advantage of when we're young and we have more time and more opportunities to take to do this. Because we're young. We're so adventurous. Our bodies are at like the height of our lives. And like I said, not even just in terms of travel. You can bend time in other aspects of your life by speaking with people who have more experience than you and watch yourself. You can literally watch yourself through them to see where you might end up and, you know, evaluate whether that's a place that you want to be. But all I'm saying in this is that do your best to learn from others' regrets. Learn from others' experiences instead of making them your own sometime down the line so that, for example, you never have to be sitting somewhere and telling a younger traveler, I wish I had started earlier. I wish I had freaking listened to Chandra's regret podcast and (laughs) listen to what she was telling me right now. Um, Because if waiting to travel is something you may foresee yourself regretting, which honestly, I would always argue that it would be. Find some travelers to speak with. Now, even before you go out, find some people to speak with. Reach out to me. But please, jump on top of your anticipated regrets before you find yourself in your should mindset. Sometime later down the line, urging people not to make those same mistakes as you. So (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this episode today and I hope that you learned a little bit more about your relationship with regret and how that may fall in with travel and, you know, practice bending time and keeping that, you know, next time mindset. I just want you to practice that a couple times and see if that does anything to change the way that you think about stuff that's happened in the past that you maybe wish should have been different. Um, And please make sure to turn on notifications so next time you don't miss anything else that's coming. So, until next time.